gonna be a chill episode today. I'm chill. I'm going chill. Okay, yeah. that's chill. Chill, Sean. Today, play some jazz right. music. Oh, I could I could find some like some uh, non copyright jazz music to put in the background. That would one. be perfect. <laughs> I might uh, I might mess around with that. All right, um, let's get on into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, a show where myself, John, is joined by his co-host, Sean. Howdy, Here he howdy. be. There he be. And we break down a streaming service original pilot episode, tell you what we think, tell you what happened, tell you what's gonna happen, and ultimately, whether or not we believe the show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. Today, we've got a very important show, given the state of the country and the state of the world. Uh, Woke on on uh, Hulu, almost slipped up there. Uh, a show that was released uh, 9-9, we're recording 9-15, so it is a relatively brand new show um sean yes how are you doing today i'm all right mellowed out living life if you haven't noticed the uh nice non-copyright jazz music that we've got (laughs) playing very quietly under our voices that's just to represent a chilled out groove that sean and i are going to be uh for this particular episode per sean's request Yes. We're gonna we're gonna be chill. We're gonna be chill this week. Yes, sir. First impression, Sean. What uh, what were your takeaways from from woke? It's beautiful. I thought the the shots and the mm-hmm. just like the the overall quality of the video and the I guess I could say cinematography. It just it felt like a movie. That's what I said. Like I know it was only thirty three minutes, but. It felt like I was watching a movie for 33 minutes. It was very pretty, pretty, t- pretty on the eyes. Pretty on the eyes and pretty on the ears. I, I that enjoyed, too. very much enjoyed the, the score and the soundtrack, the audio effects. Um, a lot of good things going on here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so that's a good first impression of, of this one. Uh, and we're going to, to break it down into itty bitty pieces and then put it back together. Let's start off, as we always do, with our Kowalski analysis report. This is the part of the show where we like to talk about the characters that we got going on in this show. Sean, yeah. uh, who's our who's our mainest man, and uh, what is he up to career-wise, I guess we could put it? Our mainest man is the main character, Keith, who is a cartoonist who is known for his sketches of the characters toast and butter uh i think you can imagine what his characters look like but uh uh what should i what should i hit on uh he is currently in the middle of a deal on getting his cartoons on products such as bread (laughs) and just trying to get his name out there so him and his girlfriend i believe i don't think they're married but yeah yeah just girlfriend uh they're trying to get a condo i think it was or something like that Ah, and uh, they're trying to make 
the moolah to afford it. Absolutely. Um, he is played by uh, Lamorne Morris. If you're familiar with the show New Girl, uh, he is a very prominent character uh, in that show. Uh, he's a very funny guy. This is a comedy, by the way. Um, while it deals with very important issues uh, like social justice and uh, uh, racial inequality, uh, this is, without a shadow of a doubt, a, a comedy that focuses on those important topics. So should be noted uh, that you're, there are going to be a lot of funny actors uh, in here. Uh, and uh, I'll introduce our second character. Uh, so Keith lives with two roommates. Uh, one is Gunther, who is played by Blake Anderson from the show Workaholics yep. and other uh, different works. You know, the guy with the funny funny hair funny and the, hair guy. <laughs> the drug guy he does drugs and stuff and that's kind of his character in this show as well um he is yeah just uh just a goofy guy that's trying to sell his cocoa powder <laughs> cocoa powder energy drink that is uh 95 cocaine basically uh it's pretty pretty basically just ground up uh, cocoa or whatever he coca but in the words of gunther it's not cocaine <laughs> it's not cocaine he, he emphasizes that point on uh, multiple occasions throughout the episode um and then we have our other roommate who has, who has multiple identities he has multiple identities clovis uh played by t murph he might be my favorite character in the show really D Dig into his his multiple personalities. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing about him. Every time Clovis meets a new girl on the street, he pretends that he's a, like a different sports star or just lives <laughs> a double life. And he'll tell the girl that he's some NBA player who's like six foot three when he's really like five foot four. <laughs> uh, he told... The girl that met Keith in his apartment that he was a soccer player that had a house in Rio or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's that's Clovis. He just he's doing it for the clout. He's doing he's doing it for the clout. He he can be a hockey player, he can be a soccer player, he can be a basketball player. Uh, he never goes baseball in this first episode, but maybe he goes baseball later on in the series. Definitely. Who knows? Um and not a ton more characters. Those are our, our three main three main guys. Um, there are a couple of smaller characters, uh, as Sean mentioned. Trina, his uh, girlfriend, who's played by Alvina August. Um, she doesn't have a huge role. Uh, just to sort of mention that, I guess, Keith and her are trying to move out from that living situation and into... Um, a place together. She doesn't live with him, but she is a lawyer and she very much cares for, for Keith. Um, she makes that pretty obvious when he goes uh, unhinged at the end of the uh, of the show. Uh, understandably so. And um, I don't know. There's like Toast and Butter are characters in the show. Yes. Little like uh, floaty guys. They come to life. Out. They come to life. There's a uh, talking 40 bottles. <laughs> There's a trash can. Talking Talk malt about liquor. Talking malt liquor, which it can make uh, people 
invulnerable to bullets, which is kind of neat. Who knew? Talking Trash Can. Let's get into the Talking Trash Can. You see him in the promo for the show, played by Cedric the Entertainer. Sean, what do you have to say about the, the goofy talking trash can? Goofy talking trash can got himself thrown into a window. <laughs> so, Keith walked into his old barber shop. Barber shop. Not his old barber. His old barber shop. And realized that it was taken over by some... I think they were foreign. I'm not positive, though. Foreign guys. I'll just say for now. And Keith was like, where's so-and-so his old barber i forget darnell. his name darnell where's darnell and then the guys were like oh Dar darnell retired and i am guessing darnell retired a while ago because these guys had already <laughs> taken over the barber shop and they're a bunch of white dudes by it, the way okay and they were already cutting people's hair so the so keith was like oh okay and then he looked at a sign the barber goes oh i know you want to you want a 42 <laughs> and then keeps like nose. okay and then he walks out the door i'm out of here yep and then he walks into a trash can and turns out it starts talking to him mm -hmm. um I, the trash can i don't i'm not gonna go like it said a lot but i can't really remember all of it, it yeah, it, yeah. It, it just ended up with the trash can persuading him into hating the barber shop guys that mm -hmm. are new and trying to break the glass, but turns out it was like plexiglass or something, and the trash can couldn't break it. Correct. Right. I, the the trash can does appear in three episodes, so I think he's kind of a a, a more important minor character. Uh, so I just wanted to bring him up because he's a funny part of the show, and and he shows up. And he's going to show up a handful of other times. Eight shows, or eight episodes in the season. Um, and, yeah, that's sort of... Uh... Oh, I, I should bring up the marker that the he talks marker. to. Oh, yes. In his pocket. That is also... So, the three roommates are slated for eight episodes. And the marker is also slated for eight episodes. The marker basically just tells him... And we're, we'll get into exactly why... Keith is hearing things talk to him uh -huh. in such a way. But the marker basically is what leads Keith to saying, you know, screw this. I'm going to become an artist who is more of an activist and uh, more, more provocative. More, yes, more woke. Um, and the, the, the marker is sort of what pushes him uh, that way. So, so that's... Uh, Let's yeah. talk about why Keith is seeing talking objects. I think that's a good transition. Do you want to just go into do you want to just go into summaries? Yeah. So the reason Keith is seeing talking toast and butter, talking mm -hmm. malt liquor, talking trash can, talking marker is because Keith was out one day on the street handing out mm -hmm. posters for his upcoming cartoon and he mm -hmm. was At golden con yes and he was out handing them out he was about to staple a pamphlet onto a bulletin board out in the city and he had his headphones on and he obviously was listening to music couldn't hear anything going on mm -hmm. and then out of the clear blue keith gets tackled by the police and he's surrounded by multiple 
white cops mm-hmm. pulling their guns on him, accusing him of being the suspect they're looking for. And then he he's being held down by one cop while being held at gunpoint. And then yep. 15 seconds later, you hear one cop say, he's not our guy. And then mm-hmm. they just all proceed to leave and act like nothing happened. Yep. And then... I guess it was from the fall, Keith banged his head, or maybe it was a shock or something. And the, the policeman pressing on his head. That too, yeah. Emphasizes the point. Yeah. And then afterwards, in the, like a couple minutes later, he starts to see, f- what was the first thing he saw? Uh, well, he, you know, he's walking to the store to get a bottle of water he stands in front of a wall and the wall has like two windows that open up like big eyes. Um, it's yeah. got like a face mural painted on it. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't see that, but once he's in the store, that's when he sort of starts having this conversation, uh, with the, the, the malt liquor. This, this all occurs just about, I'd say 10 minutes or so into the show. I mean, we're introduced to all these characters Yeah. And Keith, who um, is a very successful artist for this particular cartoon. A lot of people in the city uh, know him, love him, think he's a great guy. But it's important to emphasize the fact that Keith is an artist who just wants his art to be funny. He doesn't try to push any particular political agenda. He says, I just make art to make art because I, I love to, to do it. Even though he has people asking him like, why don't you come join our newspaper, uh, and become a provocative, uh, cartoonist for, for us. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not really about it. Um, even though people think that her, his cartoons might be about race, they're just, yeah, it's just butter and toast. Um, so that's basically like the early part of the show, pre this incident happening um it is important to bring up that the show opens with a black screen that just says um this is a show that is inspired by one experience shared by many and that particular experience that i can assume is this situation uh with the police being so brutal to him for no reason when he is when he only matches a particular description but he was just there again with a stapler promoting his art we do find out later on that he does kind of look a lot like the guy who actually did it because spoiler alert he gets mugged by the the same mugger yeah um but yeah that's that's sort of this is where the, the show blossoms so i think we can take it from from this point on and now that uh, Keith is quote unquote woke and seeing all these things talk to him and getting into these conversations with these inanimate objects about like how the police did a number on him and how he should stand up for himself through his art and do all this and that. Um, that's sort of where the show becomes what the show is going to be uh, for the remainder of the season and the series at large and you touched on how he the reason that he was tackled was because he quote fit the description Mm -hmm. there was actually a scene where 
his roommate, what's his name? Kelvis. Gunther. Gunther. Was it Gunther? Uh, oh, oh, which one? Which one? The black one. Oh, Clovis. 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 Uh, he even said that the reason that it happened was because he fit the description and mm -hmm. that all that they were looking for was a six foot black man and that's what all black men are to the police. Uh, yep. Yep. Unfortunately so. Um, and it's interesting because prior to that event, Clovis and, and Keith are walking around. Clovis is talking about how, you know, he's going to get movie deals and all these promotion spots for butter and toast. Um, they find a wallet. Um, yeah. And it's empty. And Keith is like, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to return the wallet because, you know, Keith is a Keith is a, a really, really nice guy. And, and he wants to do the right thing. And Clovis says, you know. I don't mess with a white woman's wallet. What if she's, what if she's dead in an alley and they find me with the wallet? Um, and while Keith tries to return it and, and take it to the police, Clovis just sort of yanks it out of his hand and tosses it across the street. And it's like, no, we're not, we're not dealing with the wallet. Somebody else can, can deal with the wallet. Yeah. And that sort of brings you into perspective about Clovis versus Keith's mindset and this is prior to the incident and now that the incident has occurred keith has uh become woke which clovis identifies uh with him later on in the uh in the show so now that so so things are starting to talk to him um he doesn't understand why he thinks he's going going mad what sort of what sort of happens to to get to lead to this conversation with um with clovis where he he says oh man you're you're woke um it was after the first hit well keith had a meeting with like the the woman and the white guy i forget mm -hmm. what it, it, i think it was just like to get toast and butter on products like right uh, what i said like the bread and stuff like that um they were in a meeting talking about like a deal when what was it that started talking to him uh well it's it's interesting this is oh the, um, his picture his picture talks yeah yeah but why but but he he points out that he, he feels like his picture's a little whitewashed yeah um the the marketing execs are like you know we didn't do anything to the picture um and he's like don't i look too don't i, I you know where what's the what's the line he said um yeah i know i know what you're talking about he said i look like see. someone yeah he he says uh, he says I look like I look like Sammy Sosa. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. And um it, you know the marketing reps are like, "Oh no, no it's it, we have we don't see color. It's it's we didn't do anything to it." Um even though they probably did do something to it. Um there is a scene where where Keith is on a bus and a man suggests that like, "Oh, I didn't expect you to be." And he holds it. And you assume you, the the white guy is going to say, "I didn't expect you to be black. Um, I never thought you were black." The 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 artist being Keith himself, and uh, he sort of pauses, and and the guy's like, uh, "I didn't expect you to be 
tall. Yeah, I didn't expect you to be be tall. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of like stereotyping. Yeah, and and assumptions that are held by Keith, um, and ultimately these these marketing reps who are um, pretty pretty rude when it comes to uh, Keith's feelings. And they, you also uh, said how the company quote doesn't see color mm-hmm. and they mentioned that a lot in this show <laughs> yep and i think that they're trying to show about how that saying is wrong because mm-hmm. the other day liz was telling me about how there was a discussion in one of her classes and she wrote about how like all the reasons why that's wrong and it's just like the fact that they brought up that saying like throughout the episode it just like shined a light on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so Keith's pissed, has a bad meeting with the the people. He sort of storms out when they start saying all this stuff, bringing up a lot of race stuff. Um, and he goes home. He just wants to watch TV. That's when Clovis brings the girl back and says, "Just say that I'm a football player. Just keep saying football because she'll think that I'm." <laughs> from brazil and a football player um and keith just wants to watch tv he pulls up antiques roadshow and there's a spoon <laughs> there and the spoon starts talking about how he was beeped by horses he, he was yeah he was stuck up the chief's butt or something and doing all this weird stuff and and the girl that clovis brought back is sitting next to uh sitting next to keith, keith. and Keith starts to say the stuff that the spoon says. She gets freaked out. She, she books it out of there. Yeah. And then that's when Clovis is sort of like, "What is going on with you?" <sighs> that. Well, yeah. That. And then that's when they have the the talk. Mm-hmm. How he has to maintain. Yeah, main maintain. So Keith's got his big his big comic con or golden con or whatever. Yeah. And um, Clovis is like. Oh my! Oh, dude! I, I, he realizes that he's woke. Um, says that he has to figure out how to not be woke anymore, which I thought was interesting. Um, because Keith emphasizes to Clovis that he he never thought this type of thing was going to happen to him, and a, a thing that we hear, um, you know, pretty often given given the the climate of the country is that like this can happen to literally any uh black man any person of color um just being either wrongfully profiled based strictly on the way that they look um or the way that they are doing any any simple thing that any other white person could do um normally and get away with but these people struggle with that and keith brings it up um feels like that's not something that would normally happen to him because he, he's just minding his own business and clovis says it can happen to literally any of us it, i keith says i feel like it would happen to you and clovis is like okay you gotta you gotta relax <laughs> I, I need you to main maintain you're losing yourself yeah. focus up He's got the big golden con, and that's where all of this boils over. 
at Golden Con. Why don't why don't I hand it over to you? What happens? That basically is the tipping point for this whole thing. So at the Golden Con, Keith is Keith's game plan is just talk about toast and butter, what he wants to do with it, where it's going in the future. Um but there's some little angels and devils chirping in his ears the entire time before well actually kind of before his speech toast and butter come out of nowhere and they want to talk about how uh i guess you could say like would you say social injustices are going right now like mm-hmm. was it toast and butter or was it the pen, the marker or pen that was talking about how he should talk about the, it was the marker that's pushing him there and toast and butter are just like i ah, don't do that you yeah. know you've you made such a success off of your funny art that does nothing other than just be funny like and then the marker is like no 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 you gotta stand up go f- go all in do what people want him to do and and yeah. make things political and and make it controversial and make it provocative yeah um, yeah marker get pulled Yep, and Marker's... So, while he's at the podium, Marker is in his shirt pocket, yelling at him. I or I think Marker was on the podium, yelling at Keith to talk about the political issues, what's going on, and then Toast and Butter, they're saying, focus on what you're here for, why you're here in the first place. And then... Next thing you know, Keith is throwing punches in the air at invisible toast and butter to everybody else. <laughs> and he looks like a crazy person. And then everyone leaves. And that, I mean, Keith and his friends re- join each other at the end. And they're like, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. ruined everything. And then Keith mm-hmm. goes on a walk. And, uh,. Then I don't really remember what happens after that walk. Well, he gets mugged on the walk. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if anything happened before that. Uh, not particularly. I mean, a lot, a, a, a ton, a ton, a ton of important stuff. It, like, the scene where he goes off at the convention is certainly the most important scene to watch, to just listen to the way that he calls out all the racial prejudice and you know all the bullshit routines that are in our our national structure and how you know he says and really important line of like reality matters and these people are saying uh you don't see color but when you don't see color and reality matters you're choosing to ignore who he is and it sucks personally for him to to hear that he hates hearing that you know these people don't see color because he feels like he loses who who he is his genuine character and ultimately like he goes on a rant about tearing the entire system of racism to shreds and he starts to bite into the cardboard that has the, the piece of toast. That's that's pretty pretty goofy. And yes, he's he's fighting the toast. Um, he ultimately is going to lose his job, we yep. assume. Um, but 
things will prevail for him opportunities will um be available and yeah he gets he gets mugged doesn't have anything on him um the mugger like hugs him and says you know thank you so much for taking the the bullet for me effectively and uh the guy just walks away and and keith's like now sort of at this rock bottom and um that's when he he turns to you know turns to the camera and and the the marker says you know so what are you going to do now and then cut to to credits so we see the rise and fall of this character keith um as this the symbol of all of this and um i thought it was uh i thought it was really good um that's sort of the the ins and outs of the episode um completely encourage you all to check it out of course that goes without saying um let's get on into likes and dislikes unless you have anything else to to talk about summary wise no i think that's about it cool well and lay it on me what uh what did you like about this like i said before we started i thought right away like 30 seconds into the episode i thought it looked beautiful it looked like it was <laughs> a movie i mean the setting was perfect i thought yeah. uh I, it was also cast perfectly. I thought all the characters were perfect. Mm -hmm. um, the random roommate, uh, what's his name? The white guy, uh, Gunther. Gunther. I keep forgetting. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I his character was so subtle, but it was so funny. Mm -hmm. it, there's no way not to think it's hilarious. Absolutely. Um, I think the writing was perfect. The acting was perfect it was i can't really find anything that i disliked honestly yeah no i i had a really really hard time uh thinking about thinking about dislikes myself i mean i love the way that he carried himself the way that he promoted himself promoted his art um there's these scenes early on so vivid where he's he's walking around the lovely day is playing in his headphones and he's yeah. like stapling things here handing out flyers there um really nice scene the intro to the show which happens about eight or so minutes in um is like a little cartoony thing the words woke being like broken and like shattered yeah. and you know typical like if it, it reminds you of like um like a looney tunes type of thing uh that was nice Clovis is funny. Gunther's funny. The only thing I really didn't like, and I don't even know if it's really a dislike, I I felt like I didn't sit in the scene, in certain scenes for too long. I feel like it, it bounced pretty quickly, at least maybe in the early part of the, the show that I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're going, going away from here and, and going right into this. It's not really a problem i don't i don't have too much of a problem with this so it's like a, a small thing but there were certainly times where i was like oh i want to see a little bit more of that yeah definitely bounced around like time period wise like i feel <laughs> like um at one point it would be like the morning or night and then it <laughs> would go till like to the afternoon it's just, yeah like I, I feel like i would feel myself wanting more out of one particular scene um right. i think my favorite part of this show slash well i knew that this show was gonna get my attention because 
when I went on Hulu and I clicked on it, I since mm-hmm. I don't have Hulu, uh, ad-free Hulu, the first ad that came on was for this show, and it was Tyler. Yeah. It was Tyler the Creator in the background for mm. the music, and I knew right away that it had my attention. And then once yeah. I watched the episode, I I knew that I just I loved the music choice. It was perfect. Was there any Tyler the Creator in this show? I don't think there was in the show. At least not in this first episode. Yeah. There might be later on. Probably. Yeah. No, great great music choices. Uh, I mean, we already sort of brought that up. Um, of course. Like, it, like that's. I think that's a great way to put it, that it's sort of like, it sort of gives off this, like, shot like a movie kind of vibe. And, I mean, it, it's, a th- it's 33 minutes, but... You, you buckle in and and it certainly isn't a slog i mean there's a no. lot happening and the support that you know the already funny actor that plays keith um is is given by some of these inanimate objects talking to him um makes it just go by and and you know clovis and gunther also being hilarious it all just uh it all just goes nicely and it's uh it's a good little uh it's a good little pilot to 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 talk about these issues and to to start this show off because I I think the the show is going to take a completely different turn from the sec to the second episode and they didn't really waste any time with it. They yeah. they did, they could have like split this over 3 episodes or something where he like gets all the way out there, starts advertising and then they pull pull the the rug out from under him um but no he he's like uh, all in from from the you know about 15 minutes into the show when the uh the incident happens and that's that's where we're gonna go into the future of the show he doesn't know what's up uh with him like what his career path is gonna be now because everything he had everything he's built up on is basically uh shattered and now he's gotta start something new I think that's where it's a it's a pretty interesting uh thought i experiment and a perfect time to segue into our next segment yes sir so this is a part of the show where sean and i do a little predicting come up with some theories how we think um keith and gunther and clovis and the rest of the cast of the show woke are going to uh, work together or not work together on different things um, and and give us a show that ultimately is might be very difficult to guess. Um, why don't we start with you? Do you got any, any theories, big or small, that are uh, on your mind? I think since Keith had that disaster of a presentation... I think mm-hmm. that he just screwed everything up for himself. I think he's going to be stuck working with Gunther to create some cocaine <laughs> energy drink. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, that's that's my that's my idea. I think he's going to have to have like a side hustle while he looks for a quote new job. I mean, unless he's just sticking some cartoons in newspapers as a thing. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, where did people get his cartoons from? 
Like, did he make comics? Like, that's that's one thing I didn't understand. Well, there is a a, a big like. There's an important there's an important scene and an important character that we've overlooked through the first half of or the first thirty minutes of this podcast. He so we learned that Keith's first comic was drawn on the wall or a stall in a bathroom yeah. in a record store. His first toast and butter were there, and the record store owner, who's his friend, drew a dick in toast mouth. Not cool. Uh. Um, <laughs> she was drunk, or I think she says, or something yeah. like that. Um, so so we meet in that record store when when Keith is explaining this, and this is before before anything happens with the police. Um, a woman who goes by the name of Ayana, but we do not know that yet. Or, or maybe she, she introduces herself. Um, but this is the only scene that she's in. Uh, she's played by Sashir Zameda, and she is after the boys and the marker. She's the next longest listed actor or actress for this show. So she is the next most important character. We didn't even talk about her at all. So she works for the Bay Aryan, which is a newspaper. Um, and she is one of the main drivers to is talking to Keith saying, you know, you should push your art to be controversial and you could join our newspaper and be controversial and be a big time artist. Um, and that's like where Keith sort of lets you know that he just wants to keep it light, keep it light. He doesn't like race being his art. But I'm pretty sure, and I mean, this is a pretty easy softball prediction, but I think he's going to join the paper yeah, with this woman and become a controversial artist who, using the marker, will produce controversial cartoons. Uh, I'm not, um, I don't um, know how. I'm not sure if we talked about this, but the newspaper lady was in the stands at his she was in the stands at, wasn't at she? his uh at his what's it called something con uh, at the, the golden con golden or con whatever it was called she was in the stands and as he was having his quote breakdown she was mm -hmm. smiling during it so she knew that she was getting what she wanted there you go yes she's got a uh, successful new artist to join the paper now that he's uh gonna lose his marketing deals with everything um but now's a better time for her as ever because the marker is saying you gotta use your art for you know for social change and that is almost explicitly what he's going to do um i i wonder how long it takes and i also wonder if like do you think he still keeps drawing toast and butter or do you think he just comes up with like new characters oh i i think he'll definitely keep drawing them because i feel like they're mm -hmm. i feel like from now on they're gonna be the main characters along mm. with him i think they're gonna be like his duo or trio whatever you want to call it yeah they kind of suck though i mean they they say they, when he's fighting them and punching them i think one of them says like jesus hates you or something <laughs> weird like that um it's it's interesting yeah. um but he could you definitely use it as like a calling card you know like an fu to the the marketing company that um you know was cruel to him 
and be like, you know, I, I'm using my art to, to be controversial and I'm using the same old toast and butter that everybody loved. Um, do you see that, you know, do you see a lot of backlash? Is he going to get a lot of backlash or do you think people are just going to like shut it off, like not care about him anymore? Um, I'll probably have a new audience mm. since, uh, well, I don't know. I, I think I'll have a new audience because at the, at his speech, he, like everybody got up and left once he started having his panic attack. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess they left because he was having a panic attack, not because of the political part. I mean, he was kind of mm-hmm. getting out of hand, but, That's um, true. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to end up getting help or mental help or any sort mm, of help? Like see a therapist or something? Yeah. Or a doctor I, or get consulted? I think if he's going to talk to anybody about the situation, it's probably going to be Clovis. Because that's sort of like the guy who recognizes the mental state that Keith is in. And I don't know if it's going to be like... Uh, Clovis training him to understand exactly why he feels the way he does now that he didn't feel before um that like his naivete has sort of been stripped away yeah um I I don't I don't think there there would be an like a specific therapist but I would hope that Keith would sort of like maintain for lack of a better term and like just be not feel like not feel like he's losing his mind and just sort of go with the flow yeah but i feel like it's gonna be a while before he gets there i think it was right before the episode ended his girlfriend was like you know you can talk to me right Mm -hmm. and then he was like i'll talk to you in a little bit and then he started walking towards the camera yeah and then he never talked to her so i wonder if he'll ever talk to her i i i don't know she like he doesn't even tell her that he was seeing things yeah that too yeah yeah, so I, I don't think he is going to look to her for an outlet, but who knows? Maybe maybe he just doesn't, and then it gets to a boiling point where she like says, "I I, I can't I can't deal with this anymore," and and the whole condo thing blows up. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I so I think the easiest thing is to think that he becomes this newspaper cartoonist, but I like what what do you think? What do you think, like, Gunther's going to be up to? Or do you think he's just going to, like, keep talking about this goofy, like, I got a cocaine energy drink that's not actually cocaine, but it is actually cocaine? Huh. Like, do you think he does anything to help? He'll probably just get Keith high, and Mm. that's it. He does have pills. He's definitely, yeah, he's got the red and blue pills. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's just going to, I feel like, He's just gonna be like that guy that's always in the background providing the jokes. I yeah, mean, I'm not complaining. It's funny, but mm-hmm. um, uh, we didn't we failed to mention uh when Keith was getting wrestled down by the cops, Gunther, mm-hmm. he came from out of nowhere and right. he was like trying to wrestle with the cops to help Keith. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean. He grabbed that police officer by the wrist and probably bruised him. He <laughs> probably said. bruised him. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, 
I don't watch a lot of workaholics, but Blake Anderson doesn't really seem like the the spotlight guy. Like he's definitely at least right now in his career, definitely like the the funny supporting guy. So he could easily just be like that goofy like over the top goofy character that yeah. is just there to make weird products or have weird ideas <laughs> and say strange things i i like it works him. it works it, de it definitely works for sure but, and he's got um, goofy hair and he's got goofy hair and that helps because he's like a weedster yes um yeah i i don't i don't know um what's gonna happen i think there's a lot of of places uh this show can go and will go um certainly not going to pull any punches in terms of the the topics that it's going to cover and yeah. i think that's a really important thing for right now um do you have anything else before we uh, make our final verdicts that's all i got chief all right well, why don't you introduce your final segment for our final segment we're going to discuss whether this show is ready for takeoff or crash landing ready for takeoff meaning this show is a very good show might have a couple more seasons get the ending at once maybe a couple awards uh for crash landing this show is a disaster maybe not a disaster just didn't meet our expectations it did not provide what the people wanted and it's crash landing into the ocean deep dark abyss don't want to see it again john what let's start with you what do you think uh well for me i think it's a a pretty easy clear for takeoff um i think it i think the show handles an important topic um with important puts an important spotlight for people who don't actually think about this stuff yet which if you're not thinking about it you should start thinking about it um i i i think it handles that well i think it's a good uh blend of comedy and uh you know all of these important topics um shot well good music yes good cast well yes. acted i i can't I, I you know as sean pointed out couldn't see a flaw in it I can't see a flaw in it. The question I have is, is that it, it does only have a six point something on uh, on IMDb. So really? I, I wonder, I hope it's not just being like review bombed by like some shitty like people that are mad about this being on TV. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, season one, episode one. 7.2 rating so that's the second or third highest um in the season so sort of up in the air why it's a 6.2 I, I would like to certainly see the rest of it but i don't really know I, I i think it's got legs of course um as long as they want to to do it so I, i'm going all in and i'll say that it's um uh, it's a uh, easy clear for takeoff for me I think I'm going to piggyback off of that. I believe it is also ready for takeoff. Like I said, there's many reasons it raises awareness for 
sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks beautiful. The like I said earlier, it's cast perfectly. Acting is beautiful. Um, soundtrack on point. It it has everything it needs to be. It has everything to be successful. I think it can be successful. I just feel like Hulu is not the right place for it. I've, I, really? I, it's kind of hard to determine where it should be, though. Cause I, I don't know. Hulu is just my least favorite streaming mm. service. Mm-hmm. Besides that one that we don't talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, canceled. Canceled. I don't know. I honestly, it was weird because I hadn't heard of it before. I literally clicked on the episode. I got a commercial. F- the first commercial was the show. So like I hadn't heard of it before you told me that we were watching it. And I don't know. I'm glad we watched it. I'm not saying I, I, I just, mm-hmm. it, it was a really good show. It's definitely ready for takeoff. I just don't know how they could get their self out there besides commercials on their own platform yeah yeah I, I i think i think hulu is 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 definitely battling with netflix right now to to be the big the big you know head honcho of streaming um because it, it's bundled with disney plus and and espn i feel like i hear it talked about a lot has like a huge selection maybe i think i heard it say the biggest selection which is surprising to me considering that netflix has such a big collection itself um so i i don't think it's it's i don't think there's any concern about it not getting the visibility um and as you said i mean you're already seeing ads for it in like i saw an ad for the show while i was watching the show so yeah it's definitely like top of the list for what hulu is going to promote and you know, as far as my concern goes for the IMDb score, this has got a 74 on Rotten Tomatoes as far as a uh, critic score and an 88 audience score. So people like it right now. Um, and I think that bodes well for the show uh, moving on to getting another season, barring any, uh, you know, COVID mumbo jumbo that prevents it from being shot. Yes, sir. That's Good stuff. That. So, uh, yeah, I mean, without further ado, why don't we, uh, why don't we head on out of here? Yes. Sweet. So I hope you enjoyed this, uh, laid back pilot's guide. I hope you found relaxation in the soothing saxophone or clarinet or whatever jazz music i put under this episode in post but um i'll be upfront most importantly i hope that if you are listening to this or that you've watched the show with us and talking and of course sean and i being two white men can only do our best to um be supporters and explain this to you uh the best that we can but if talking about topics of social justice um, and racial inequality is difficult for you, then I suggest you, you know, find a way to change your mindset. Um, 
there are so many ways that you can support um, members of the black community or people of color, um, donating to causes that are important to them or supporting them on social media, uh, protesting with them, signing their petitions, signing, coming up with your own petitions in support with them. I think we all have a responsibility to, to be in harmony with one another because if you don't understand, you know, sometimes, and not just sometimes, a lot of the time, people are treated like garbage, and you don't always know it, so... We're all human. Open up those eyes. We're all human. Sean, do you have, do you have anything to say on the matter? Peace and love, baby. Peace and love, baby. That's That sounds good. I just, you know, from the best way that I can explain it, I hope that you either took something away from this or are already just, you know, doing your research and we're all learning. Um, vote's coming up, so go vote for who you believe in and do, you know, exercise your voice because that's great too. Do your civic duty. Do your civic duty. Sean will. He's going to be at the polls or filling out a piece of paper and mailing it. Probably the paper. Probably the paper. Um, if it, eh, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> um, Sean, where do you vote? What's your What's your voting? Locale? I vote. Uh, it's like you know where Colonial is, the meat market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's right over there. Gotcha, right over there. So, oh right, there's a little uh, there's like a little office. Yeah, space it's weird. Do you have to go up the elevator? No, there's a stairway. The spooky elevator that always freaks me out. Um, <laughs> that no one understands because they don't live in the town that Sean and I grew up in. Um, yeah, that's 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 everything I have to say. Um, next week, we're going to watch that swords show, Cross Swords or whatever, with the goofy <laughs> little, little clay dudes doing silly thing. TVMA night show cartoony i would like to uh make my shower thought shower with us uh i don't know about that but <laughs> more of a shower shout out but uh or oh, shower shower advice but uh shop sustainable stop killing the planet have you uh shop sustainable recently sean yes depop check out delco finds yeah, yeah, put promote. What what is Delco Finds? Delco Finds, me and Liz, my girlfriend, we we I don't know how to put it. We find some vintage clothes and we put them up for others to buy off of us and instead of buying from big retail that are killing the planet and making unnecessary mm -hmm. amounts of clothes. Gotta, fast fashion. Yes, fast fashion is bad for the environment. So check out Delco Finds on Depop. Yes, Depop. There's got there's some sweet stuff there. Um, I bought a Yankees jacket that is pretty tight. Um, I know my sister Emily who does our art for our show, and I should say that you can check out our first Pilot's Guide merch. I gotta get got some. We got stickers. I've got some for you that the next time I see you, Love I'll it. hand off. I'll hand off a stack. But um. Pilot's Guide merch, we've got stickers. Uh, you can go to Redbubble um, and go to Barba Emmy, B A B. Damn, I always mess it up. B A R B E E M I, all one word, to check out 
the sweet stickers that my sister has put together. She's got like 50 stickers. They're all dope as hell. And you can get Pilot's Guide logo on your water bottle or on your fridge or on your car or whatever. You can get some sweet stuff and it's awesome. And it's a good way to support the show. It's a good way to support her. Um, so check that out. Hell yeah. Redbubble. Um, as always, thank you, Angelo and... Uh, Andrew, our producers, for putting the show together for you. Um, and thank you, Sean, for being my pod buddy. Yes, sir. I always appreciate you for that. Thank and you. And your chilled out grooves. Yes. Put some jazz music on. It's all we need. So it's time to land the plane for the day. Sean, where are we taking it into? Jamaica. Oh. The islands. Yes. What uh? What do we got cooked up in Jamaica for us for our, our flight attendants? Shrimp scampi. We got the shrimp scampi. We got it. It's it's brimmed, brimming with sauce <laughs> and shrimp. Yes. It's funny because I'm about to go make shrimp, and I am rather hungry. So, to all joining us on the flight today, please feel free to bag to grab a uh, time to kill and a little bag of mixed nuts on your way out we will be landing in jamaica shortly but as always as we do on every single pilot's guide now is the time that you may feel free to roam about the cabino the cabin take it easy everybody take um, it easy yes just like we took it easy chill out jazz it up we'll be back next week swords crossed up little clay dudes hulu again hulu again sean's favorite (laughs) cheers everybody cheers